Okay. I guess we can start it. Okay, Dan, go ahead. Thank you. Uh, good evening, everyone. My name is Dan B. from uh, Michigan, and uh, I'm abstinent, uh, uh, which is a miracle, really. Uh, my abstinence is uh, three measured and moderate meals a day with nothing in between but uh, black coffee, water, and diet soda. And uh, I'm in a normal-sized body today. Uh, I've been rescued uh, from a, a seemingly hopeless condition of uh, body and mind. Uh, and uh, one day at a time, uh, I have a daily reprieve uh, from this disease. This disease is uh, cunning, baffling, and powerful. Uh, and so today, I work a strong program. I've been back now for a number of years, but that doesn't mean anything. Uh, all I have is a daily reprieve. Uh, tonight, I'll be telling my story. I'll be trying to share some of what I call some gimmicks that I have to help me in my day-to-day -day program. Uh, and um, also, uh, uh, I'd like to uh, say that uh, to avoid, uh, to guard against any uh, uh, ego-feeding propositions, I'll say, uh, I just want to say that any success that I'm having staying abstinent today is due to a higher power working in my life. And it's uh, not anything that I can take credit for. Uh, I've been back now for some years. My abstinent date is September uh, 23rd of 2015. And uh, I first came into OA uh, on January 1st of 1986. And uh, I walked into an OA uh, room at an Eleanor Al Club. And uh, at the time, I was in uh, Alcoholics Anonymous. I had first come into the 12-step rooms uh, via Alcoholics Anonymous in the mid-1970s. Uh, I was close to being a teenager then. But uh, when I walked into an OA room uh, in in the 1980s, I thought I was walking into uh, an AA room. And it, and it was only after praying that morning, I almost choked to death the night before binging on food. And I prayed... And I said, God, please help me. And uh, somehow or another, I wound up walking into an OA meeting in an Illinois club by some miracle. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I think where I'm going to start my story is uh, in November 6th of 2020, uh, I live in a very remote area in the United States. I live on an island uh, uh, it's one of the largest islands. That we only have one bridge that goes across to it. It's actually a peninsula. And anyhow, about a little over two years ago, my wife was having surgery and uh, in a hospital about 100 miles away. And uh, I was waiting for her. And during that time that she was in the hospital, she suffered a massive heart attack. And uh, we didn't know if she was going to live or die or what was going to happen. I was called to the emergency. Uh, and then eventually I was called back a second time, and they told me uh, that they really didn't know what was going to happen. And uh, I was prepared for the worst. Uh, and I didn't know if uh, she was going to live or die or what. But I, I knew one thing 
I knew that I was a compulsive reader and I had to protect my abstinence. So the first thing I did was I called my sponsor that night and explained to him what was going on. And then the next thing I did was I called my son who lived about 600 miles away and I explained to him what was going on. And he got in his car and he started driving up to where I live. And uh, he eventually uh, came to the hotel room where I was uh, staying. The next morning when I got up, I did the same thing that I've done for years. Um, I got up early, I wrote down my food plan, I called my sponsor again, I committed my food, uh, I gave him my action plan for the day, and I prayed and asked God for help. And I, I asked God to direct my thinking. Uh, that's one thing that I do every morning. Uh, I have thoughts that come to me uh, every day, but uh, when I start thinking, um, on my own, that's when I can get myself into trouble. Uh, for me, uh, thinking uh, is always causing negative emotion for me, and so I, that's why I take frequent 10 steps as I go through the day. Uh, first step is I, I am powerless over food. Uh, I'm powerless, uh, and, and, and my life is unmanageable. Uh, it's not possible for me to manage my life, so when I get up in the morning, I, uh, I, I ask God right, God right away, I, I ask him to help me, uh, and I acknowledge that he is a power greater than, than me and that he can help me, and I make a decision every morning uh, to turn my will and my life over to him. Um, and uh, I do that every morning. Uh, but the fourth step, I've done many, many fourth steps over the years, and fourth step for me was absolutely necessary. Um, I don't know about anyone else, but I had a lot of inner conflicts in myself. And those inner conflicts, even though I'm in the program, can build, uh, 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 keep building. And so that's why it's necessary for me to uh, do frequent fourth and fifth steps. I rarely go, I would say I rarely go more than three to four months, maybe three months without doing a fourth and fifth step. And this is on top of doing a 10-step inventory every day. Um, the sixth step is uh, uh, we're entirely ready to have God remove uh, all these defects of character. And uh, this is the, uh, the step that really uh, that I didn't get for a long time. It was always my defects of character that always led me back out into the food. Uh, my defects of character are a lot like the roads around where I live. They're always under construction. Uh, I didn't understand that I have the human condition, that I'm not like a, a, a rabbit or a, or a, a cat or a dog. Uh, all of those creatures, uh, they don't have self-will like I do. But I have self-will, and because of that, I have the ability to get myself in trouble. I can uh, do it by judging other people or getting into negative emotion or too much thinking. And uh, I found myself earlier this morning when I was doing a 10-step uh, spot check, uh, I was getting into some uh, negative thinking. And what it was, it was just overthinking. 
and uh, I was able to step back. I was able to ask God to help me, uh, and I acknowledged it, and I was able to uh, uh, make amends uh, in a situation, and now I was able to pray a little. Uh, the seventh step is humbly ask him to remove our shortcomings, and uh, again, I, it's hard for me to think of these two steps uh, uh, apart, but but I try to practice uh, to be uh, to practice some humility in my life. I I try to stay reachable and teachable. Uh, I'm not always good at that. Uh, I try to stay right sized, uh, and um, a few years ago, I was talking to my sponsor one day, and I, I said, uh, I told him I'm, I'm 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 trying to be a little bit more humble, and he. Uh, he told me, he said, well, we have a t-shirt down at our Alano Club uh, that on the front of the t-shirt it says, let me tell you about my humility. And uh, and I laughed and uh, he laughed and that was the last time I ever talked to him about uh, uh, trying to be humble. Uh, step eight is, uh, uh, I'm going to back up here a little bit. Uh, um, I. I try to uh, take all of the steps on a regular basis. Uh, uh, for myself, I, uh, I take all the steps uh, on a continuous basis. Uh, I touch on, try to touch on all of them, all of uh, the uh, principles that we have, uh, and uh, it's not easy. It, it really isn't easy. Uh, but uh, my sponsor is uh, he's. He's a good guy. He's he's my ally. Um, I know one. There was one day a few years ago I was committing my food to him one morning, and I had doubled up uh, one of the amounts of food. And uh, he didn't. After I committed the food to him, he said to me, he said, uh, "You do realize that it's not possible for you to make inde independent decisions around food, don't you?" And it really made me bristle. But it also made me appreciate him, and but it took me a while to uh, develop that appreciation towards him. It was a first step moment, and what I mean by that is that every day when I get up, I need to remind myself to not fool myself, and, and number two, to always remember that I'm the easiest person to fool. Uh, this disease is very cunning, baffling, and powerful, and it will do anything to get me back out into it. Uh, the ninth step, uh, I've made many uh, direct amends over the years, uh, uh, you know, going back many years. Uh, and, oh, getting back to the eighth step. The eighth step uh, can be started at any time. Uh, what I do is I just simply grab a piece of paper and I just start uh, writing down names. And uh, the names have changed over the years. Again, those eighth and the eighth step and the ninth step, it's hard to talk about those uh, individually sometimes, but but they are individual steps. And uh, uh, in doing the ninth step, making direct amends to people, I've had uh, some wonderful opportunities uh, where I've made amends and, and developed uh, uh, compassion uh, for myself and for other people, realizing, you know, we're all, uh, we're all human. We all make mistakes. And, and uh, um, I've over the last few years, it's 
because of the situation in the world and everything, and I don't want to make the excuses, but it has gotten kind of difficult over the last number of years. And so one of the things that I've been doing is uh, making written amends. Uh, when I become aware of amends that I need to make where possibly I can't reach the people anymore, I do, I make written amends. And then I uh, talk it over with my higher power and uh, I just try to do it in, in the most sincere way that I can. Uh, the 10th step is very important for me. Uh, it's not possible for me to stay abstinent uh, without practicing uh, the 10th step on a regular basis. Um, I, uh, I'm, pr I'm prone to negative emotion uh, because I'm, I'm compulsively a thinker. Uh, all day long I get thoughts that come into my head. But what happens with me sometimes is when I get those thoughts, sometimes I start thinking. And when I start thinking, that's when uh, the, uh, the wrong thinking can come in. And so I try to practice love and tolerance uh, to everybody that I meet. I know uh, one of the little gimmicks that I need to, uh, I try to remember is, is let the other guy get angry. You know, I can't afford to get angry myself. I can't afford the luxury of a negative thought or getting angry. That doesn't mean that I don't get angry. I do get angry sometimes. And when I do, I have to acknowledge it and acknowledge it to my higher power, myself, and talk about it with others. I also have to talk about things with others that I wouldn't, that I would want to try to maybe keep secret. I have to be an open book. If I'm keeping secrets, I'm going to pick up the food. There's there's no question about it. I have to uh, practice love and tolerance with others. Uh, when I came into the, the program uh, uh, for the, back in the 80s, they had a little saying that tolerance is the lowest form of love. And it really is sometimes. Uh, you're always, uh, I or anybody is always going to find someone in a group that maybe they don't like and, and there's going to be people that maybe don't like me and so you know I got to remember that you know and I just do my best to be tolerant and carry the message uh, the most valuable possession that I have is is uh, is my own story and and what it was like when I reached that point that breaking point where I knew I just couldn't go on eating and I just I just couldn't do it I had to ask for help and for me nothing Absolutely nothing happened until I actually went up to someone and said, I need Just help. Just a reminder, five minutes left. Oh, thank you, thank you. And so uh, I had to ask for help, and I had to also ask for help with what to eat. Uh, the 11th step I practice every day. I, I pray and meditate every day. I uh, always take a uh, little time uh, for quiet time. I did before I came on to the meeting tonight. I also took some time earlier this evening, and I asked God to uh, to show me what what to you know talk about tonight, so to speak. And I just put down a few notes, and and He helped me out, uh, and He helps me with all kinds of things. Uh, the twelfth step uh, is my redemption as a compulsive reader, uh, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps. When I continually work these steps on a regular basis, when I make a determined effort on that third step, uh, I can continue to work all of the steps on a, re on a, a revolving basis. And uh, I can carry this message to others. 
and I can practice these principles in my uh, affairs. Uh, I try to remind myself every day that I'm never too far, really, from uh, personal disaster, that, I, that uh, I can never get too cocky, so to speak. Uh, so I must always practice the highest level of, uh, of love, honesty, humility, and tolerance, uh, or I'll pick up the food again. And I, I definitely don't want to do that. Uh, I'd like to end uh, my talk tonight with uh, some words from a, uh, a little song that was on the end of a Charlie Chaplin movie, and it was called Smile. And it reminds me of my dad. My dad used to tell me when I was young, he said, it's not going to cost me any money today to be nice to people. And you know something? It's not going to cost me any money either. So these are the words to that song. It goes, smile though your heart is aching. Smile even though it's breaking. When there are clouds in the sky, you'll get by. If you smile through your fear and sorrow, smile, and maybe tomorrow, you'll see the sun come shining through for you. Light up your face with gladness. Hide every trace of sadness, although a tear may be ever so near. That's the time you must keep on trying. Smile, what's the use of trying? You'll find that life is still worthwhile if you'll just smile. My name is Dan, and I'm a grateful compulsive eater. This program works. It's simple. It works. And if it can work for me, it can work for anybody. Uh, and I'm just so grateful to uh, my higher power and, and all of you. So thank you for listening to my story. And I'll pass with that. My name is Dan. Dan B. from Michigan, and my phone number is 906-231-0559, 906-231-0559. I'm on Eastern Standard Time. You can call or text anytime, and I can take you through the steps if you like. Thank you.